Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allendary, and I'm an infectious disease specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Hope Hickerson, and I'm a health education specialist and reporter. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health education expert, that's me, talk to healthcare professionals about what you need to know about COVID-19, as well as community and public health. For more information about Noise Filter, your public health podcast, and to watch and share our incredible informative animations, please visit us at noisefiltershow.com. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to us. So let's get started. We are talking today again to uh, Christian Lillis, who's the son of Peggy Lillis, and Christian and his brother Liam run the Peggy Lillis Foundation, uh, where they envision a world where C. diff is rare, treatable, and survivable. You can find more information at peggyfoundation.org. For context, like, you know, I was very active in the early days of the HIV AIDS movement. You know, I, I'm a gay man who came out in 1989. <laughs> um, so, and, you know, at that point, because of the, the hard-won efforts of HIV activists, many of whom are no longer with us, HIV had become, a man, in many cases, a manageable disease. And in that year, in the year of, of 2010, when my mom passed away, there were actually more deaths from C. diff than HIV. And yet more people, if you ask most people what they've heard of, they've heard of HIV and not C. diff. So for us, it was really about making sure that our mother's death wasn't in vain. And because she was an educator, we wanted to educate people, help them to use their knowledge to avoid getting C. diff or to get treatment quickly if they do come down with it. And that was kind of our our origin story. <laughs> yeah. And I think, uh, and I certainly mean no disrespect here to the dentist and to your family, but one of the reasons, and for listeners that are listening, when you go to the doctor's office and they don't want to give you antibiotics, it's because of a story like this. So please, 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 you know, please respect your, your clinicians or your physicians who don't believe that you need antibiotics. Because uh, in this case, this was a story where somebody was given an antibiotic ahead of time before an, even an infection developed for the prevention, that's what prophylactic means for the prevention of an infection. And I, I'm so sorry to hear that. My grandmother was diagnosed with a urinary tract infection that she didn't have. So the, the, the doctors just read the urinalysis wrong and uh, was treated with antibiotics. She developed recurring C. diff. And then like her fourth admission to the hospital was the one where she passed. So I have a personal connection here. And I'm sure, Christian, you've probably heard that story many times, and, and it is really quite uh, disastrous. November is C. diff awareness month. Can you talk to us about what you're doing in the last couple of minutes here, Christian, with respect to raising awareness in the month of November? I do know that you had your annual gala at the beginning of the month, but uh, besides that, how are you really getting the word out to people uh, about C. diff? So um, this is the third year of a month-long campaign that we call CC Diff. So like seeing it, S-E-E, CC Diff. And because there's such low public awareness, only about 30% of Americans have heard of it. Our goal with this campaign is to 
reach people before they're sick, you know, is to raise awareness of antibiotic overuse, is to raise awareness of the disease as a potential complication of antibiotic use, and so that people are empowered and informed. We do a lot of work on social media. Um, We have a brand new public service announcement that we released on November 1st, which is available on YouTube and Facebook, and we're pushing it out all over the place. And also myself and members of our Advocates Council are are doing interviews with the media like this one. Um, Our doctors are, are being quoted in the press that we work with. And so we're really looking for this year to reach a million people this month. And every year we just increase the number of people we're trying to reach. And the goal is to, you know, eventually have everybody understand the risk factors of C. diff, do their best to avoid it. And, you know, there are sometimes when you absolutely need antibiotics, we know this. So we want you to know if you take it and you come down with this diarrhea, you go to the doctor right away and you get treated. Absolutely. Because there's medications to treat it as well. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, before we wrap up here, Christian, it's just been a really a, a fascinating conversation. Can you talk a little bit about some of the politicking that you do as well? We had mentioned off air that you have spent a day on the Hill and I was fascinating. I wanted to circle back to that conversation we had off air. I'd like to have it on air because you said something really fascinating. And that was that a majority of the political leaders that you talked to have not heard of C. diff. I was just wondering if you could just talk a, a bit about that and what sort of, with the education you give them, are they more likely to start instituting federal antibiotic stewardship programs or, or ways that we can remove antibiotics from the food sources that we have? So, I mean, I see those as, as places that we could really do good stewardship with with antibiotics. Let me be very clear. You can't get C. diff from eating foods that have antibiotics in it. You have to take antibiotics, but but that's all part of good stewardship. So I just wanted to clarify that point. Yeah, well, C. diff is also a lens that you can look through and see the larger issue of antibiotic resistance. Um, Your listeners may know that we're not developing antibiotics at the pace that we used to, and some of the ones that we have are becoming less effective over time. So, you know, when we, so 2018 was our first lobby day, and we go to the Hill and we talk, you know, to legislators about C. diff. Often they have not heard of it, or if they have, it's because a loved one had it. And we talked to them about the kinds of regulations and policies that would be able to make a significant difference. And as you said, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid now requires hospitals have an antibiotic stewardship program. Um, we are looking to uh, expand that. Um, we're also right now working on having the Centers for Disease Control designate C. diff as a nationally notifiable disease so that there would be more surveillance and tracking of it, which we feel would you know, help doctors, help public health officials to understand how big it is in their, their area and work to combat it. Um, and lastly, I would say, that one of the challenges with C. diff is that it is tends to be a disease of the elderly and it tends to happen to people who are already sick. And so it happens almost in private. You know, people aren't, uh, people are not getting sick on the street. You know, it, it happens and it often happens to older people. And I think, unfortunately, as we saw with COVID, when older people um, are suffering, we don't pay as much attention to it as we should. And so a big part of our goal is to get uh, legislators to pay more attention to it. 
Christian Lillis, who is co-founder and the executive director of the Peggy Lillis Foundation, uh, are looking to build a nationwide C. diff awareness movement by educating the public, empowering advocates, and shaping policy. You can find more information about them at PeggyFoundation.org. Remember, November is the C. diff awareness month. Uh, Christian, thank you so much for appearing on Noise Filter Podcast today. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Noise Filter, your public health podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Noise Filter podcast, follow us on social media, and to leave us a review, letting us know your favorite part of the show. You can find me, Hope Hickerson, at www.hopehickerson.com. And you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at the Dr. Derry, that's D R D E R Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and to see and share our amazing animations and to find out more information about us and the show, go to noisefiltershow.com. Just as a reminder, COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus, HIV, do share the same risk factors. We are so grateful to our sponsors, Access Health Louisiana, and to the South Central AETC. You can learn more about them at www.scaetc.org. Hope, any last words? Yes, stay well out there, folks, and continue taking the steps to keep yourself and your loved ones healthy. That includes exercise, a good diet, and seeing your healthcare provider regularly. And protect yourselves and others by getting the COVID-19 vaccine, wearing a mask, and social distancing wherever possible. As an infectious diseases doctor, I also want to share with the healthcare providers in our audience that the HIV Care Tools app was recently launched by the AIDS Education and Training Center, the AETC. And it's a fantastic tool for ensuring your patients have access to the best standard of care. I encourage you all to check it out. And remember, health is a human right.